Hello there, I'm Connie. Hello, I'm Dobbs. Welcome to The Worry Book, a podcast for anyone who has ever worried about anything ever. In each episode, we'll be exploring a subject that we worry about while trying not to make matters worse or falling out with each other. This week, we're worrying about meeting people. So let's get started. Oh, you're a person. I am. Um, we're not meeting, uh, we're not worrying about meeting new people. Yes. I think that was it. I'm not too worried about meeting you. Meeting and in people's fact, not too bad. In fact. Meeting new people is a nightmare. Oh, why? Because I just don't know what to do. I mean, there's all kinds of different scenarios. Um... Meeting someone like, like a like a girlfriend or, or boyfriend's parents mm-hmm. is terrible. Oh, absolutely atrocious. <laughs> I mean, um, obviously we're going through the COVID thing at the moment, which is great for perfect time for meeting people like that. Because what do you do normally? Do you go in for handshakes, uh, kiss kiss on a cheek? Oh, you know, at least now you can just kind of wave from a safe distance. Handy, Hand, very handy, very handy. But, but, and then, and then it's like, oh, you've got to fight the jokes that become it that you want to say. All oh, right, okay. Tell us more about this because you're 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 quite a joke smith. Yeah, but and you've got a particular style, I would say. Offensive, you mean? Yeah. Well, you know, it's 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 just. Just meeting new people, <laughs> the the kind of the expectation that you might be, that I might be, somehow okay, or they might be, or that I'm interested in them, or they're interested in me. There's a lot to take on. That is a lot of of thoughts that can easily become worries. Yeah. I can see that. You look quite worried now, actually. Just yeah. even you're obviously imagining these scenarios. I pushed in and said new people, but actually it's not always new. Meeting people you haven't seen for a while. Or or meeting people in public places where you don't know where they are. I mean, you can only stand and hold your phone and pretend you're doing something for oh, so yeah. long. Before you look and become suspicious. Because yeah. to be honest, if you're on your phone for that long, it's kind of obvious that you're plotting something. Yeah, well, it is now. It wasn't a few years ago because you just yeah. said you were doing a Pokemon thing. Yeah, but then you have to waggle your phone around. Do you? I think so. I don't know. I don't I think know. It... I got stopped in, where was I? Porto once. Um, and these Portuguese people came up with just me and a few friends. And uh, and we were just following Google Maps. And uh, they were like, oh, are you doing Pokemon? I don't, <laughs> be, don't be fucking silly. What, because you were? We're adults, you idiot. Out of my face. What? Did you say that in Portuguese? That would be very accomplished. They they spoke English like all Europeans should do. Oh, like all Europeans do because we're a lazy bunch of motherfuckers. Absolutely. It makes life a lot easier. Um, I do speak some some foreign languages. Do you? French. Uh Uh, Uh-huh. Je un beer, s'il vous plaît. Passable. Uber a syndicat d'initiative, s'il vous plaît. Oh, uh, continue du droit, uh, troisième rue et gauche, uh, traverser le square. 
right. And voila. <laughs> voila, madame. Uh, yeah. I answered my own question then in French, for anyone that knows. I speak German. Schnell, schnell. Oh, das ist gut, yeah. I don't know where you will have got that one from. <laughs> picked it up, picked it up. Yeah. Um, um, from the television. Yeah, and that might... Oh, Italian. Si. That's it. That's it. Oh, Dolmio. I don't think that's actually Dolmio. Italian. Yeah, I saw that on this morning's adverts. But I don't think that's actually Italian. And probably just offensive. So, yeah. That's but my... you've, brought us, you've brought us into a new realm, which is kind of... You know, there's meeting people there's meeting new people and then there's meeting people abroad and you know all of those so we can probably lump that together with new people but i mean everything's just a bit of a minefield because i'll tell you what i'll tell you what i think it is and this is the problem whether it whether whoever it is um it's meeting people who have some kind of expectation of me that's what i don't like um, Don't have any expectation of me. Nothing positive can will I come from this a... meeting. And then if something goes, it's okay. Can I pose a question to yes, you? Yes, pose away. Why do you think they would have an expectation of you? Um. Well, if I was going out with their daughter, they might think I was respectable. Um. If I was, say, uh, I don't know, playing in a band or something which i mm. have been known to do and someone comes up and says hi good concert i'll go because uh, i'm not very good at taking compliments oh, and generally, i see yeah go, oh, thanks uh it was all right and then they, they get pissed off and and stuff like that so so that's more with people who okay so they might be new people but i guess they will have probably, had some kind of interaction or knowledge of you so your assumption will be that they therefore have an expectation and you have to live up to that. Yeah, but also if you're meeting people, especially in a bigger group, then maybe they will have a direct expectation of you. But then as the conversation goes on, say there's, there's, there's five of you, no more than six at the moment, but, mm. um, but say there's a few of you and then as people talk and people relax... Then maybe if you're not saying enough, then the expectation is, am I not saying, am I what oh, I'm yeah. saying? Oh, yeah, I know then, that one. And then, and then, yeah. <sighs> Have you ever had that situation where you're maybe out with a group, no more than six at the moment, um, of people, and it's perhaps a couple of people you know, and then the rest of the group is people that you don't know or you only know very vaguely. And for whatever reason, you kind of, you just really start the night on a high. Like you're just, you're, you're straight in there, you're like, you know, really on form, you're very funny or, you know, you just make this like knockout comment and everyone's kind of, wow, you know, she is just someone I want to know. And then after that, you just can't think of anything to say at all. So you just start staring at people (laughs) really, really intently because that's something that I know that I'm very conscious of is that I'll acknowledge that I might have peaked too soon and then I become I I become unbelievably introverted because I just don't want to jeopardize my high score yeah your performance self thus far thus far um yeah it's not something I know have you never reached those heady heights I've gone into a hole by then anyway and just so 
just no oh no i once had a very awkward interaction with somebody which i'll i'll recount for you um i didn't realize that i was one of those people but um i was out for a drink with a friend and she was i think just telling me how she was having a bit of a hard time i can't remember what it was it was a long time ago it was either with a boyfriend or she was having a hard time finding a boyfriend or whatever it was and i just went into this whole kind of like life coaching mode where i just started saying well thing thing you need to do actually is um I think you should do this and then you should do this and then talk to that person and talk to that person and talk to that person and um and here's a fact sheet and you know here's a few website addresses or whatever and uh, no it didn't go that far but you know anyway I was very much in like problem solving mode and she just turned around she went I don't need a bloody counsellor I just need someone to listen and I realised that it was probably my anxiety about being with that person and perhaps feeling slightly inferior to that person because I have a feeling I I did feel slightly inferior to that person and wanting to kind of prove myself and I did that in a really twattish way which she had no qualms about pointing out to me which with hindsight I'm kind of grateful for but it did also make me incredibly self-conscious whenever I saw her again Um, to the point where if it was obvious that she was about to do something really bad or potentially painful I was at pains not to get involved because I knew that she didn't want a problem solver so I think that's fair enough you know she made that she might have she might have missed out in the long run she might have I don't know for example opened an oven door too quickly I didn't jump in and save her because she didn't want a problem solver um but you know we all we all learn something about ourselves through these interactions, I think. Um, and yeah, I've I've definitely learned to only provide my problem-solving services when I'm sure that they're going to be appreciated from now on. I think that's very wise. I think people's expectations generally should be low. Low. As low as possible on most things. It's just, just common sense. Yeah. And then you can be surprised absolutely if it all goes great you go oh actually i was quite quite, quite and enjoyed then it's that. memorable yeah absolutely it's like oh and then meeting people or you're going to someone's party and then if you do know them or don't know them and then it's the present thing and then do you it's just all horrible have oh. you ever have you ever um really ballsed up with a present or something or not bought one when it was really obvious that you should have done probably but i've generally just not but presents, yeah. <laughs> um, is your presence enough of a present? Probably not. Um, or, or at some point, it probably becomes too much to be present. You're too present. So, um, again, I might be asked to leave or something, mm-hmm. um, or but, go and have a lie down. You know, what's the worst going to what's what's the worst that's going to happen? They're not going to invite me next time. That solves a lot of problems right yeah. there, right there. Yeah, it reminds me of the party we went to. Do you remember? It was probably the first time... Did we go to a party? We went to a party, yeah. Did we? It wasn't that long ago. Uh, Of course I do. You remember the party at your friend's house with all your friends. And it was the first time that I was meeting... Oh, yes. It was the first time that I was meeting quite a lot of your friends. And I spent quite a bit of time going around talking to people, but only on quite a peripheral 
level. Yeah, this was when you say a party. This was like an afternoon drinks thing. Wasn't party. It? Well, yeah. All right. Party. Nothing. Nothing got. I didn't stay at the end, but nothing will have got broken or anything. All right. So it so didn't... no, it doesn't count. It was like a stand around in the kitchen, have a bit of a chat, get a bit drunk in the afternoon. Um, but anyway, what was your point about that? My point was, uh, I appreciate that there are different scales of party. Um, it was still, it was a gathering, perhaps. In did a you feel comfortable house. in that situation? So so. So so. I think I would have felt more comfortable if I'd stayed longer. That's it, because you had because pr- I had pr- a prior, prior engagement, engagement, didn't you? Yes. And unfortunately, the way that I chose to introduce myself to all of these lovely new people was by saying, and I've got to go in a minute because I'm seeing Jack Whitehall at the Manchester Arena. Yeah, some of these people are quite cool. Some of these people were really cool. I'd, I'd go so far as to say every single person in that, in that non, at that non-party Not that Jack, Jack Whitehall's terrible was or anything. Cool. Cool when you're seeing him at of, the Manchester Arena, yeah. 20 odd thousand capacity yeah. arena and and uh, it was my nerves that took over because but, i wanted to have something relevant to say and and my head went comedy but then it also didn't quite equate with what? <laughs> <laughs> with what what that comedy might say about me nothing against jack whitehall by the way it was a great gig i was very far away though this might make you feel awkward uh, but i don't <laughs> know if you remember this but one of my favorite points which i did I'll go to you i can't believe you just did that do you, mm. you know what i'm talking about no now, well, we got there in the afternoon. <laughs> Obviously, everyone took some drinks. So we took, like, a, a box of Strongbow. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Um, so we went there. We put the Strongbow in the kitchen. And the host, <laughs> who's a, a lovely friend of mine... Oh, I know mine, what you're going to say now. Went, um, yeah, would you like a drink? And you went, yeah, can I have some red wine, please? <laughs> yeah, I still don't get what's wrong with that. You didn't take red wine. You can't just kind of... That's the whole point of a party, it's, is you have whatever's there. Like, oh, it, you don't just drink your own drinks. Who does that? Here's some here, here's some here's some special brew. I'll leave that there. Um, can I have some moe, please? <laughs> it's like, it's got to it be at least on like the same that. kind of level. What? Um, okay, yeah, it was quite a nice wine, and I think they'd just opened it, and maybe they'd been saving it for a special occasion. <laughs> no, to be to be honest, I don't think there was an eyebrow raised other than mine. <laughs> but didn't you sort of point it out to everyone oh, in the kitchen? No, no, I just pointed out to you. Of course, I wouldn't do that. Oh, okay, that's nice of you. Yeah, I wouldn't do that. I've, You're talking about it now. My though. eyes probably did. I was like, bloody hell! Yeah, cheeky cow. I don't think that's cheeky though. I still don't think that's Maybe cheeky. It's not. Maybe it's not. See, of all the things that I worry about, I wouldn't worry about that at all. I think I bought some drink, therefore I'm going to have some drink. Oh yeah, but I'm like, oh, there's still a few crisps left, and it was I can't take them because unless I think I've only had, I've got to have my fair share. What so you'd leave crisps even if you wanted them? Well, a fine fine example of this, and maybe this is another show as well, is tapas. Oh dear, tapas, we've, we've terrible. We've explored this a little bit. It's all right with like two people, that's fine. I can deal with that. But when there's a group of people, and it's like, do you take how much do you take? Do you take? You don't want to take too much, but you don't want to take too little. Uh, it's terrible, and you know, especially when you're vegetarian, which I am. Uh, then, uh, then there's usually not as many vegetarian ones. But then everyone goes in there. Or you go, going on now. But I've been to works dues in the afternoon or whatever, and they've brought out some fucking tray of Marks and Spencer's sandwiches, and they, and everyone goes, oh, what are you eating? And he goes, oh, I'm vegetarian, so I'm having like the the cheese ones or whatever. And 
and they're like, oh, well, I might try some of them. You go, get the fuck off. You yeah. have the bloody ham or beef or whatever. One of your seven meat sandwiches that you've got available yeah. to you. Yeah, rather than my egg or cheese. Or hummus. That are cut into the tiniest little triangles. Or worse, you just get... Hummus, you'd be lucky, I think. A bowl of celery and a cherry tomato instead of a sandwich. I've seen that. I, mm, yeah, I don't mind that. <laughs> Sounds quite good. I, I would feel let down by that, to be honest. Yeah. Um, I once got a vegetable pizza in Austria. This is years ago, years ago, which was literally a pizza base with sort of like, you know, you get like your frozen Findus vegetables. Like oh, yeah. With carrots and stuff like that on yeah. the pizza. And the carrots were actually like the corrugated ones. Carrot pizza. You know, that we'd, we'd chop them with those Yeah, carrot. yeah, I know those ones. Yeah, so there was like carrots and peas and sweet corn. Sweet corn, obviously, is fine. Peas is a bit weird. Um, and there might have been stuff like broccoli and stuff, which, again, it's not... I, I ate it. It was fine. But it was literally a pizza base with some frozen veg Yeah, I definitely understood the concept of vegetarianism at that point and just so just translated it as vegetable, vegetable. pizza. The pizza. So, therefore, it was with a vegetable pizza. Yeah. yeah. And fair enough. I can't translate Austrian or German to... Well, there we go. To, uh, it so, illustrates yeah. our point. Exactly. It all comes down to communication, which is something that I can also find myself severely lacking when I meet new people. And I don't know if you get this, but it's almost like when I meet new people. So, you know, recently I've been working from home and um, there's been a couple of people who've actually started jobs during lockdown who haven't met any of their work colleagues. So we've only ever seen each other on a screen. And I'm very used to it now because, you know, I've done hundreds of video calls. But um, it's still, there is still that kind of awkwardness of what do you say to somebody that you don't really know that well? And, you know, there's this kind of, where do you find your small talk and sort of, you know, what if... Because I tend to kind of want to go in quite deep, quite early... And sort of, you know, try and find out a bit about people and sort of what makes them tick. But it's really difficult to do that if you haven't met them in person, I've found. And and sometimes I just find myself wanting to ask really inappropriate questions of people that, you know, the sort of thing that I would that I would ask somebody, you know, who I knew was going to be my mate. You know, I'd maybe ask them, you know. You would harass them. I'd harass them, I'd maybe... Well, the whole Zoom thing and the whole chatting online and weird stuff like that is... I, I is quite alien, probably sound very old now, but I've never had to do that with work or whatever. So even just chatting with friends or people I know quite well, I can't I can't do. No, and I think it's more difficult now because we've all become a bit anti-socialised. And I, I just find, both on the Zoom calls and also when I've had very the very few human interactions over the last few months I'm just very starey it's almost like I want to sort of you know my eyes can't take in what they're seeing when 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 I'm staring at another human being now it's like I've become desensitized to human contact features <laughs> features it's like I'm looking at them like trying to place what they are like are they some kind of other species or you know so I'm conscious that I'm just very starey I think I've always been quite starey anyway and now I think it's taken on another level because, you know, now we're wearing masks. So a lot of a lot of how you communicate with people is probably done through the eyes. 
So, you know, I'm probably staring at people and trying to work out how to not say something intrusive about, you know, um, you know, isn't it fascinating to just find out what everyone's parents did? You know, why would you not ask that as like the first question? Apparently that's not something that you need to know. Is it not? Have you tried that? And that that went down badly. No, but it's it's kind of this it's the sort of thing that I would want to ask, you know, to get not out of any sort of like social judgment, but just to kind of, you know, try and place people a bit or, you know, um find out find out what sort of what makes them tick. Early nineties indie bands they're into. Answer, oh well that's yeah, answer go for is that. answer is usually nil. Um but that's because everyone's everyone I work with is at least ten years younger than me, so everything I like is retro. Retro's cool though, so it's fine. Um, but yeah, people. I think it's just going to get more worrying. Unfortunately, at the moment, I think, I think meeting people, new people, foreign people. I think it's just going to get more nerve wracking until we get to like a new place of comfort with being with each other what do you think i think that's that's i think that's quite nice that we can all like disperse into our into our little insular worlds where we don't have to don't have to actually sort of converse and meet new people well you you wouldn't have to worry about what what you say that's what i mean it'd be fantastic but you wouldn't you'd just be on your own most of the time yeah i guess i would that wouldn't be brilliant, but... But it'd be preferable to all the offence. Or maybe just people I've already met. I could, as long as I'd, I'd seen them recently. Or nothing, like nothing major had happened in their lives, you know, like then had a bereavement or something, because then that's terrible. Yeah. Seeing someone who's had a bereavement. Oh. Does that make you nervous? Well, yeah, because I just don't... Well, you know, especially if someone close to you is oh, sorry for your loss. It's like, that's not enough. Yeah, but you know what is enough though? I don't know what's enough, and it's like, oh, and then depending on how whoever's died or what it is, what you're gonna put your foot in it, Anna. I am. Yeah. Yeah. I thought you said Anna. No, I didn't. But um, but that's okay. No, I just uh, I said said Anta. Yeah. No, I heard My that. accent. Oh, what are you talking about? No, I heard that. Um, it's a tricky one. I think I'm, <laughs> I think I'm sufficiently anti-socialised that I'm even finding it difficult to talk to you, which is unfortunate. That isn't great for the purposes of this recording. But you know, I'm sure we'll break through it. Maybe we shouldn't dwell on it. Maybe that's a lesson. Maybe we should just, you know, say the first thing that comes into our minds, and you know, at least that way we're interacting. Maybe. You know, maybe I should just ask people as soon as I meet them what their parents do for a living. And if their parents just died, well, then I'll have to deal with a bereavement. And if, you know, if they, pa- they died doing what they do to make a living, which is irony. Well, I it's suppose, a talking point. It? It's a talking point. And, you know, and then we move on from there into painting a beautiful tapestry of their lives to date. And before we know it, we've become great friends and the world is a better place. Oh, on that note, should we leave it? Let's leave it. I'm Let's a bit tired. It. I am too. Yeah, I'm not very good with people. Okay. All good right. night, people. Good night, people. Sleep well. 
Find The Worry Book on Twitter and Instagram. And if you like what you're hearing, don't forget to subscribe. We're also supporting Mind, the mental health charity. If you'd like to make a donation, visit mind.org.uk. Thanks for listening and bye for now.